Hey there, it's Denise DT here. And before today's episode of Chill and Prosper, I'm just dropping in with a reminder to check out Jeff Walker's product launch formula program before enrollment closes this week. I am super proud to endorse and promote PLF because, hand on heart, I bought the course at full price a couple of years ago. I studied the videos, myself and my husband, Mark, and we implemented it in our business and it worked. Over the last decade, as I've built a multi-million dollar online business, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on training and coaching. And during that time, PLF is one of the few courses that really stands out pretty much above everything that I've studied. It's absolutely transformed my business and has given me fundamental marketing skills that have shaped the success that I've been blessed with. And we still use it today in every launch I run. Literally, we log in and we follow the steps every single time. And that's how good product launch formula is. I can't really give it any higher praise. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that for me, it really is the best online launch and marketing training available. And launching is a critical skill for online success. I actually bought the course to make Mark, my husband, study it when he joined the business. And now more than ever, this information is just fundamental. Now, PLF only opens once a year and the doors are closing soon. So jump over to denisedt.com slash PLF for all of the details and my affiliate bonus. If you choose to join through my partner link, you'll get a special bonus, including live coaching with me and my launch manager, Aha, my husband, Mark. I really want to see you launch your product or course this year so you can make more money, start living your first class life and have a bigger impact in the world. Because if you don't market what you do, no one will know about it. It's time to finally get organized with your launches, learn to launch and just make it happen. Okay, so head over to denisedt.com slash PLF and find out how Jeff and with my bonuses, we can help you make it happen. All right, let's get on with today's episode of Chill and Prosper. Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. I am your host, Denise Duffield Thomas, if you didn't get that from our beautiful intro music. Today we are talking about launching and what happens when you have a bad launch, what happens when people don't buy during a launch. Now, I have been in business for quite a while. My first ever online course launch was in 2009, which if you're kind of my age, you think, oh, that was only just a couple of years ago. But actually that was like, oh my gosh, that like, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm like, was that really that long ago? Yes, it was. Um, and so 2009, I launched a course called the Raw Brides Transformation Plan. It was for women who wanted to lose weight eating raw food like I did for my wedding. Um, I was not an expert. I'm not a food expert. I'm not a dietitian, anything like that. But I think back in those days, especially when people were first starting an online business, it was just like, just just do anything. Just teach what you know. Um, I had one person buy that course and I was thrilled. I was so excited. It was the most exciting thing ever that somebody um, wanted to learn from me. And there's a lot of moving pieces to a launch. 
you know, you have to learn how to um, record videos and content and handouts and do all of the tech pieces. You have to do a sales page. Sometimes you have to do a sales video. And then the scariest part of all is you have to tell people about what you do. And if you don't have a big list, then sometimes not a lot of people buy. You know, and I didn't have a big list in those days. My second launch um, was about two years later and it was called, oh, let me think. It was called the Inspired Life Formula. And actually, I still kind of teach this today because it really um, was the precursor to my manifesting course. And it was a live course. And I think five or six people joined and one person asked for a refund. So great. I had my first rite of passage of launching is someone asking for a refund, which will happen, by the way. And again, I was thrilled. The following year, I launched my first ever money boot camp. Money boot camp. Um, I think it was we called it the Lucky Bitch Money Bootcamp back then, but now it's just called Money Bootcamp with Denise Duffield Dummers or Denise DT. And we had, I think, something like 20 people join that um, first round. And I was like, great, I've done Money Bootcamp now. Of course, um, you know, 11, 12 years later, we are still launching Money Bootcamp and we have had um, close to 10,000 people go through that program now. 10,000 people. But you know what? The seed of that is that first launch with one person. Because once you've learned how to launch once, those skills, you can, no one can ever take that away from you. Even though I only launched at once that Raw Brides transformation plan, I knew how to do a, a sales page. I knew how to create um, a course. I knew how to do handouts. And um, that skill has followed me again and again. But the thing that a lot of people really get stuck with in their first one, especially if you're launching something new at the moment or you're procrastinating launching something new. So, of course, let me know where you're at on that um, as you're listening to the episode. Tag me on social media or send me a DM. If you are new to this, there are so many moving pieces and you're probably getting stuck in the tech. You know, doing videos, doing handouts, making things look good, um, setting up a, a system like Kajabi or setting up you know, linking your emails, linking your um, money provider to be able to take payments. All of those things are so tricky and they can really, really derail you. And so I can see how a lot of people then get really disappointed when their first launch doesn't go as planned. And it's because that first launch takes up so much energy in the in the pieces that people don't see and not so much in the marketing of it. Because what I know now, having launched so many times, especially Money Bootcamp, I've launched it oh, dozens of times now, is that people don't always buy the first time. Sometimes they buy the second time. Sometimes they buy the eighth time. But often people never relaunch because the first time is so tricky and stressful that they give up or they just never get past the tech and they just never they just never get there, right? So I know what it's like to have launches not go well, but also I know what it's like to have to just be consistent and, um, and show up again and again. So then you get those next people, right? So let's talk about why, if you have actually gotten to launch, why your launch might not have gone so well. Um, and I've had good launches and I've had, I've had terrible launches and I've had average launches, right? But I know that I'm here for the, the long haul. I know I'm here to serve people. I know I've got a great um, uh, service and program and product. And so I know I'm going to sh keep on showing up. 
Okay, but there's so many lessons, especially mindset lessons, that you need to master so you can dust yourself off and go again. Okay. Um, also, once you've been in business for quite a while, you'll see that there are cycles. There are economic cycles that happen. You know, and there's been a lot of, I mean, gosh, look what we've gone through over the last couple of years. We had a global pandemic. Um, we've had economic challenges. We've had in high inflation. We've had so much uncertainty in the world. And yet I've seen so many people still just, you know, show up and serve and and do their businesses. So, you know, if you're, if you're still going and still trying, give yourself a pat on the back because, I think sometimes we forget just how much we've gone through collectively. And especially I remember at the start of the pandemic, um, I was like, oh, my God, that's it now. Business is going to die forever, you know, and and then it didn't. And we've had people who have done extremely well during the pandemic in different industries. And we've had people who have really struggled and some people who have struggled and had to pivot and some people who have struggled and continue to struggle. Um, and there's no doubt that there are a lot of um, people who are, you know, really feeling the pinch right now. So the first mindset lesson that I want you to hear is that um, don't internalize that. Don't internalize that and make it mean something about yourself. Uh, and like we've we've had um, amazing record-breaking launches over the last couple of years, and we've had less than expected launches. And one of our last ones, our... Um, Sacred Money Archetypes launch. It didn't go as well as we'd hoped. Like it still was amazing. It was still, I think, you know, a $700,000 launch. But we, of course, we always want to do a million dollar launch, right? And I started doing the same thing as I'm hearing everyone at all stages of launching doing, whether you didn't get anyone for your launch or it's just, you know, um, still okay, you still might have done a six-figure launch or you might have had nothing, right? And this is the affirmation that I used. They would if they could. They would if they could. And the way that that helped me is because I started to go, oh, it's me. I'm terrible. Nobody wants my thing. Everyone's heard this before. I suck. And it wasn't that. It's just that a lot of people at the moment have a lot of uncertainty. Um, I don't know what it's like where you live. Um, I live in Australia. Interest rates have gone up. Um, almost every single month over the last year, people are really feeling the pinch. How am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to feed my kids? And so there's just no doubt that people and some people do not have the discretionary spending that they would have spent on buying your product or course. They just don't have it. They would if they could, but maybe they don't right now. Okay. And so that is just a way of going hang on, it's not about me. It's not about me. They would if they could, and they will again. And I know that. I'm like, oh gosh, it's not the only time I'm going to launch. I've had probably five launches for Sacred Money Archetypes. Some have done really well. Some have not done really well. I'm like, I'll launch it again next year. And they, then maybe some people will be in the right position to be able to do it. But it's just not about making up stories about yourself. The other thing that's super, super important too is to look at your conversion rate. Okay, don't run away. Don't don't pause me. Don't turn me off. This is not going to be boring, I promise. Um, because this is just one of those things of when you're making up stories versus the reality of the numbers. Okay, so what do I mean by this? 
Um, conversion rate is how many people saw your offer, as in how many people went to the sales page versus how many people bought. If you don't have a sales page, maybe you sell something over the phone. Um, how many people did you speak to and make the offer to versus how many people bought? Okay. If you've got a product, how many people visited the page to be able to buy it or the order form or whatever it is versus how many people bought? Because this is just cold, hard, unemotional data, okay, without the stories. I find that for my conversions, it's usually between 1% and 2%. I have had conversions up to 3.5%, but my average is between 1% and 2%. This is true at the start of my business. And because I tracked all of those early launches, right, where it was like 20 people bought and then 40 people bought, then 100 people bought. The conversions have always been the same. And actually my, my worst conversion ever, and it was for one of my Sacred Money Archetypes launches, um, it was half a percent. I've had launches at 0.75%, but most of them have been like 1% to 2% to 2%. Honestly, like as in 1.2%. Um, 1.5 to 2%. Don't worry about these numbers flying around. The The point is that not everyone is going to buy anyway. Even if the economy is good, even if you tried your hardest, even if you were perfect with everything and everything went great, even if you had sexy branding, even if you didn't, um, 1% to 2% of people on average will typically buy from you, from just the sales page, right? If you're doing um, calls over the phone, you would, I mean, you can... You can do 50 to 100% conversion rate, right? But just for a cold audience, um, that's, that's in my experience what it's been. The problem is, though, that everyone wants to beat the stats because they go, no, but everyone said that they were going to buy. You know, oh, I sent a message out to my, um, you know, audience to say, what do you want from me? And they go, oh, I want you to create this. And I created it and I thought everyone was going to buy. And they didn't. What the heck? And it's because... Life gets in the way. Sometimes it's not the right time for people. Sometimes they didn't see your email. Sometimes you didn't send out lots of emails. Sometimes um, it just wasn't the right time. They didn't see it. They intended to buy. They forgot. Whatever, you know, and you can't really beat the stats. You can't. I mean, and it's not the same 2% who buys from you every time. Sometimes it's slightly different people for different reasons, right? But without that data, you you just won't know. So you might think, no, Denise, my conversions are higher than that. That's great. I'm really glad for you that they are. So benchmark what your last result was and then aim for that. Don't feel like a loser if 100% of people do not buy. Okay. And then you start to go, all right, if 2% of people will buy, how many people need to see my offer for this to play out? Because I've seen so many people go, oh, nobody wanted to buy. And I go, how many people saw that offer? And they go, I don't know. Or they go, well, 100 people saw it. You know, and you go, well, how many sales did you get? And they go, oh, well, I got two sales. And I go, well, then you're right on track. Sometimes, though, you might see 100 people who saw it and you got no sales. And it's because sometimes you need a higher sample size, right? I'm no statistician, but sometimes you need a couple of hundred people for those stats to start play out, to play out. Um, but you need that information so you don't start to feel bad about yourself, especially if you're mid-launch, right? And you're going, oh, no one's buying. And I go, well, most people buy at the end. Most people will buy in the last couple of hours. 
But every single time I launch, I forget that. I forget it every single time. And I go, Marilyn's bot. And it's like, uh, actually, yes, we're right on track. Um, and I still, every launch, I still want the stats to play out differently. I really do. But I didn't do enough work to get people to the sales page. Or the stats are exactly what I got, right? Um, so you might go, oh, wow, that was a bit of a Debbie Downer episode. Thanks, Denise. What am I going to do with that? Well, you still can make sure that you're doing everything you can for those stats to play out. Okay, so after the break, we'll talk a little bit more um, about that, about why people don't buy and what what you can do to reassure people, but also what you can do to stack some of those odds in your favor. Okay, um, and don't forget, um, you know, I've got so many resources around this, around launching, um, but also don't forget to register for Jeff Walker's masterclass. Um, if you go to denisedt.com slash PLF, you can get so much information about um, Jeff Walker and what he offers in his product launch formula. It's a system that I use all the time as well. Okay, so after the break, I'll tell you a little things that you can do to make it easier for people to buy from you. All right, chat in a sec. I'm Emma Lovell and I'm a coach, speaker and writer specializing in personal brand, helping women to show up and shine. I have been listening to Denise's books for four years and when she launched SMA, I knew that it was my time to shine and my time to jump in. I'm obsessed with the money archetypes. I loved learning about my maverick, my celebrity and my nurturer, but the biggest aha or smaha was that I am a suppressed celebrity. It wasn't a surprise to my network that I'm a celebrity, but I wasn't letting her shine. And so spending these last nine, 10 months working on that and really showing up as myself and embodying everything I teach my clients has been so empowering. I tell everyone I can about SMA. If you're thinking about it, you're on the fence, do it. It's such an incredible community. It's such an incredible program. And I know that this is going to be lifelong lessons that will help me to run my business and my life my way. All of that. That's definitely the Maverick way, but I love it. So thank you so much, Denise. And yeah, can't wait for more smahas. Okay, welcome back. We're talking about what you can do to help people buy from you in a launch without feeling like you're a failure and blah, 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 right? So we talked about you have to know that conversion stat. Otherwise, you're going to start making up stories. Um, you have to keep your mindset high. You know, they would if they could. It's got nothing to do with me. But there are a couple of other things. So we often do a feedback survey at the end of our launches and Jeff Walker recommends doing this as well of like, why didn't you buy? And here's the thing you'll get. People say, I didn't have time to do your course or whatever, or I didn't have time to buy your thing. Um, but money, money will always be one of the reasons that comes up. But the thing is, it's not really always the real reason because you could make your um, product course offering, you could make it completely free and there'll still be people who won't buy. And it will be the people who say that it was too expensive. Um, sometimes it is a thing that, you know, people really do want to buy from you and, and they're just like, yep, just to be honest, I didn't, um, you know, it's just not in my budget at the moment. And I love those people because they, they understand that and they go, I see the value of what you do. I would absolutely buy if I had the money and I just genuinely didn't have the money. 
you know, and I, I love those people. And sometimes we'll reach out to them and say, hey, did you know that I had a payment plan? Because, you know, I'm happy for the next 24 hours if you want to jump on on that. Um, I'm happy for you to jump in. And they go, oh, my God, I didn't even see that you had a payment plan. Thank you so much. Um, but it's the people who just go, it's too expensive. They're not necessarily your customers anyway. You know, and so you don't take that and go, oh, my God, maybe I need to um, reduce the price next time. Sometimes it's on you that you didn't show the value or you didn't um, really explain the benefits of joining. But it also is just a fact of life that there will always be people who will just say too expensive, but they wouldn't buy if it was free or they wouldn't even do it if it was free or they wouldn't even be grateful if it was free. So you can discount so much of that. Um, And actually, there's been times where I had the feedback that it was too expensive, but I actually knew that it was too cheap. And let me let me explain why. I realized that one time I kind of got the pricing wrong for one of, um, I think it was maybe Sacred Money Archetypes. I can't remember what we priced it at, but what I realized is for the people that I was trying to sell it to, the price was suspiciously low. And they were looking at that going, well, I couldn't possibly get lots of value out of that because it's actually too cheap. And so then I had people who weren't really the target audience for it. That price for them was too expensive. And they were like, no, that's too much of a stretch. So I was like, I actually priced it wrong. And I need to actually up the price to really show people, no, this is like you're going to get a lot of value out of this and it's worth it. And that might sound really, um, you know, like kind of weird, but pricing is so much about perception. And if your people think it's too cheap and they're not going to get out anything out of it, then you'll only attract people who go, oh, it's too much of a stretch for me. And they're not necessarily the people that you want to serve sometimes. Um, and so really discount a lot of that and go, no, 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 that's on me. I didn't show the value or I didn't show it to the people who would get the value out of it. Okay. Does that make sense? And I know people sometimes get triggered about that around pricing and affordability. And it's not about affordability because the people, um, who really see your value will either they'll stretch for it, they'll get a payment plan, or they'll make a decision to buy it at a later time. They won't make you feel bad about it. They won't shame you around your pricing. They won't get angry about it. You know, there's been things that have been out of my price range at the start of my business. I took responsibility for that. You know, I will make it happen or I will go and sell something to make that happen and I I will do that. And they're the kind of people that you want, not the people who go, you're a horrible person because you're not. Chances are you're probably really undercharging for what you do. Okay. So please don't take that on as, um, you know, as anything. Now, talking about payment plans, right? Do you want to offer a payment plan to make it more affordable for people? And yes, you totally can, but don't take it personally when people default their payment plans because they will. Um, And you might go, no one has ever done that for me. That's great. But the more you offer, the more the stats will start to play out and it will happen. Okay. So if you're someone who gets very triggered by that, you don't want to have those conversations with people. It might not be the best thing to do to offer a payment plan um, that's, that's super long because it just happens. You know, I mean, I personally, I still sometimes default on things because my card has expired. It's not that I don't want to pay. It's just my card's expired. Or um, recently my card um, got hacked. I had to get a new card. 
And so I don't remember all of the payment plans I'm on. And so until I get an email from someone, I go, oh, cool, let me update my details. That takes time and energy to chase people up. You have to tell people, and that can be really difficult for some people to have that conversation. Um, And there will be people who will not pay. And I've had people who go, oh, I thought it was um, you can pay in full or you can choose to pay these lower payments. And I'm like, no, no, you didn't. You know that you have to fulfill all of these payments. It's not like you could go, oh, oh, I thought I could choose to pay either $100 or $1,000 and I chose 100 No, no, no. You know that this is a payment plan. So there will be people, unfortunately, as your numbers get bigger, who will willfully and deliberately choose a payment plan because they want access and they don't want to pay, pay for it. It is just a thing. And I don't want you to take that personally or feel bad about it. Okay. Um, offering a payment plan will allow you to um, be more accessible for people, for sure. It will allow you to, um, you know, take away an excuse for people around affordability, but it just adds extra admin and work. And that's why so many people make their um, pay in full the cheapest option and their payment plan a slightly more expensive option. I know some people have very strong opinions about this around the ethics of it. Um, You have to word it differently depending on where you're at because in some states and some countries you're not allowed to um, offer a finance fee. And um, so please check your regulations around that. Don't put that on me. Um, But it does cost time, money, admin for you to be able to do this because sometimes people you'll have to um, offer a repayment plan of the payment plan you'll have to um, you know you'll get extra fees from your provider or paypal fees or whatever it is you'll have to pay someone admin time or yourself to be able to send those emails and chase it up and that's it's emotional work too because people will write back and go oh my son broke um, broke their leg and I had to pay And you have to make decisions of where am I going to hold people to their payment plans? Where am I going to give people grace? And we often do that too. We'll say, great, we'll give you two months grace. That's fine. But you are expected to fulfill this because we've fulfilled our side of it. You have to fulfill your side of it. And that is, that's emotional work for both sides. It really is. So it's okay to offer payment plans, but it's okay to set boundaries around it as well. Um, Yeah, there's, I could talk a whole episode on payment plans and maybe I will because it's, there's a lot to it. Um, But it is undoubtedly a way to take away um, some excuses for people. And we sometimes do short payment plans of maybe two months or four months. We've done 11 month payment plans for a program that we've already fulfilled, you know, and so that can be hard to chase people as well, where they're like, but I already did the program. Um, and it's totally up to you if you've got the admin and bandwidth to be able to do that. There's, there's something else, though, that is just so practical around things like launches. And it's like, have you even just asked people to buy from you? And I know it's so basic, but sometimes we can get so caught up in, um, you know, the admin, the tech, as I said, and we just haven't sent those emails out to say, hey, just a reminder, buy my course, buy my thing take advantage of this special offer, buy the ticket. We just don't remind people. I'm busy. You're busy. Um, Our emails go into our promotion folder. Our emails go into spam folders. And sometimes we just don't notice. I've had people, I've seen them 
um, say, oh, my God, my launch didn't do it great. And I think I follow them on Instagram. I never saw a word about their launch. I didn't see it. Sometimes because the algorithm, sometimes because they just didn't send enough posts about it or they didn't, their marketing didn't grab me. You know, they were trying to be too obtuse or too clever about it and didn't just say like, hey, I've got a thing that you can buy. Um, also, there's some really practical tech things sometimes where you're making it hard for people to buy. I've seen people go, oh, I don't want to offer PayPal. I don't like PayPal fees. And I go, yeah, but some people will only buy through PayPal because they know the password and they don't know their credit card off by heart. You know, and I just think sometimes we make it too difficult. I've, um, and I did a whole article about this too, by the way, you can search. And it was like, I bought 64 e-courses and here's what I learned. And I, um, I did it at the start of the pandemic because I wanted to show, you know, people, hey, don't worry, people are still buying. I'll, I'll buy from you. Post your link. And I, I think I spent $6,000 and I bought 64 different things. And man, some people made it hard for me to buy. Like, oh my God, the buy now button was hidden or it was too clever. Um, the background matched the button so I couldn't see the contrast. I like I had to create an account before I could buy. I had to remember my password. I had like the font was really hard to read. Um, I, I just couldn't figure it out and a confused mind says no. A confused mind goes, oh, I can't be bothered and gives up. And you want people to be able to like make it an easy yes okay so sometimes you have to go through your launch with fresh eyes and go where did I make it really hard a really good example of this is how many people have pop-ups on their website you can disable that on certain sites you shouldn't have a pop-up on your sales page advertising something else you shouldn't have a pop-up come up on your mobile when you're on someone's sales page because it's really hard for people to click out of it sometimes. So little things like that can be enough that people go, oh, too hard. Or they get distracted and their kids start screaming and then they're forgotten. And so really look at those things to go, am I making it easy for people to buy? Am I making it really easy for people to find the link? You know, especially on social media when it's like link in bio, sometimes you go there and you go, no, it's not. I mean, I've done this myself, right? It's like, no, it's not. Where is the link? And you have to make it so obvious and easy for people because a confused mind says no. You might be trying to offer too many things. I've done this as well where I've gone, I've offered too many things at the same time. And people get confused. What are they offering? What 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 are you offering? And um, a confused mind says no. Okay. So um, just go through everything without internalizing it, right? If you've had a bad launch, if you're in a launch, or if you're scared about an upcoming launch, you can either get a friend to do it, or you can just look at it with fresh eyes and go, is it easy and obvious? And I, I actually do recommend getting someone else to look at it sometimes because you might think it's obvious and it's really not. Okay. So um, yeah, that's really my advice, right? So we've got, they would if they could, don't internalize things. Um, we've got looking at your conversions and seeing the real data and going, oh, more people need to sell, see the sales page or, oh my God, I was right on track. Well done. Then not taking it personally when people say it's too expensive. Sometimes the price is wrong, but it's usually not because it's too cheap. Um, seeing if you want to offer things like payment plans and not taking that personally. Same with refunds. Don't take refunds personally. 
they'll just be a cost of doing business. They'll, they will just happen. But really the big takeaway is making it really easy for people to buy from you. So that means sending those emails, sending those messages out, telling people not being afraid to do it, but also making sure that you do not have barriers for people to buy, that your links are working, that it's like super obvious on how to do it. And you might think again, like, no, people can figure it. No, they cannot. They cannot. En masse, they cannot. So make it really easy and and go and find that um, that article about um, I bought 64 e-courses. You can just literally just uh, Google Denise DT 64 e-courses and, um, and I really go through it, the things that I, I saw again and again and again. All right, so I've got one final thought for you after this break about how you can just really get into that um, beautiful launch mindset to be able to help people, okay? So don't go away. I'll see you in one minute. My name is Megan Porta. I run a podcast and community for food bloggers called Eat Blog Talk, and I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The first resource I consumed of Denise's was Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. I remember Denise talking about the simple concept of being aware of what money is coming in and going out of your business. Since reading that book and all of her others and joining Money Bootcamp, I started implementing her suggestions and the money has been flowing steadily since. If you are looking to invite money into your life, Denise's books and her bootcamp are a game changer no matter where you're at in your journey. Hey, welcome back. So hopefully I just um, inspired you to really get back on the launch train and get excited about it. And don't forget those resources as well um, for Jeff Walker's product launch formula. If you go to denisedt.com slash PLF, um, you'll see where he's up to in the launch cycle, but also um, I've got so much support for you this for for you on launching. Okay. And I'm an affiliate for Jeff. I'm a proud affiliate for Jeff. And he has a really great step-by-step thing for you. So my final thought is an affirmation that helps me so much whenever I'm feeling, I don't know, just stressed about launching. My imposter syndrome comes up. It's an affirmation you've probably heard me say a million times, but it's I serve, I deserve. I serve, I deserve. You have something that can help people. You know, it's not like you're you're launching because you're like evil and you want to manipulate people. You're doing it because you have something that can help people. It can help them solve a problem. It can help them make their lives easier or more fun. Um, and it's okay for you to receive in return for that. It's okay for you to receive money, testimonials, um, feedback. It's okay for you to receive clients and repeat clients and word of mouth referrals, it's okay for you to receive in return for that. Business is not just about giving, 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 giving. Um, it has to have that flow of giving and receiving. I serve you by being able to help and solve your problem. I deserve to receive in return. And that could even be if you're struggling with boundaries. Maybe you did have a launch, a great launch, and you're struggling within boundaries with all of those customers or, you know, you just don't know how to handle that. This works as well. I serve, I deserve. And that's when you realize that business is win-win. Marketing is win-win. Launching is win-win. It's not you just trying to get money out of people. It's win-win, giving 
and receiving. So I want you to write that down. I serve, I deserve. Put it on your wall. Make sure that you look at it through every stage of your marketing, every stage of your launch to remind yourself that this is the flow. This is what you need to do. Give and receive. And then, you know, my tagline for my business is make money, change the world. That's what you're going to do with that money. You're going to create even more goodness and and change your world and other people's world. It's a, a, a beautiful virtuous circle where you'll be able to create even more ripple effects for people. All right. Well, I would love to hear, send me a DM if you're struggling with launch stuff at the moment, and I will point you to a resource, either an article that I've already um, created or a podcast episode. If there's any particular area that you're struggling with in, in your launch, just either send me an email, um, you know, denise at denisedt.com or send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook, both my accounts, again, at denisedt. Um, and let me know and I will point you to whatever um, that you need, okay? Because I'm here for you to be able to create these beautiful ripple effects with your business. All right, I serve, I deserve. And um, I will see you next week for another episode of Chill and Prosper. Take care. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time. Hey there, it's Denise. We have been talking a lot recently about launches and how you can run an online product launch for your course, your book, or your entire business. My launch mentor, Jeff Walker, just opened up his once-a-year enrollment for the game-changing Product Launch Formula coaching program. This is the best and most comprehensive launch training available and an ideal course for you to invest in to run your first or your best launch this year. Over the last six years, I have used the principles of Jeff's product launch formula to make millions of dollars in my business, and I still revisit Jeff's course every single year, including our most recent million-dollar launch. I am a proud affiliate partner for Jeff's PLF launch, and I offer an epic behind-the-scenes bonus all about how we use PLF and how we launch in my business. You can find more about PLF about my epic bonus and you can join before the deadline at denisedt.com slash PLF. It's your time to launch and Jeff and I can help you make this happen easier and quicker than you think. So go to denisedt.com slash PLF, that's P for Piper, PLF product launch formula to find out more.